welcome back to I, I quit, quit now what? With Fiona and Janine, and happy, happy Lunar, Lunar New Year! As of this time of recording, <laughs> today we're taking a deeper dive into finding purpose. Ooh, big question! So you know, Fiona, after all the changes I've been through, it still feels like I'm still figuring it out. To be honest, I can say though that I feel closer to fulfillment than I was before. I'm definitely more happy day to day, more resilient, and way more willing to take risks than when I first started. Same, Janine. Me too. I go through the same feelings too. Mm-hmm. Like there are times I just feel like I know exactly why I want to do. Like I feel like this is the right path. This is like exactly why I want to do, and I want to keep going, mm-hmm. scaling it, expanding mm-hmm. it, and just like continuing forward mm-hmm. on this path. Yeah. But there are times, and it honestly feels like it comes in waves. There are yeah. times, there are moments I'm also feel so consumed with my doubt. Oh yeah. There are times I feel like Definitely. just I'm just like, what am I doing? This is not exactly. This is absolutely Mm -hmm. not my deal. Yeah, and it's those moments that make the process more dynamic and fluid than this fixed mindset, this fixed state of, I made it, I'm done, right? You're almost never done. Yeah, almost never done. Like, I think the example we were talking about, like, you got into a great school, you got into a great company, you made made your career change or whatever it is, or you made it as an an influencer at whatever level. You know, like, once you reach that, now what? What happens after that? Like, you need to work towards that pinnacle. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) You need to maintain it. (laughs) Maybe work even harder than you were before. I guess fix, we're so fixated on setting this like goal, like once you hit it, or mm-hmm. with this like purpose, like your life purpose is to like hit this goal. Mm-hmm. But like once you hit that goal, it's like now what? You land at your dream job, then what? Mm-hmm. You hit your 10k month, then what? Yeah. Or it's like now that you keep maintaining it. Okay, that's good. Like you maintain it for three months, six right. months. Then like what's next? Yeah. Got to keep building. Got to yeah. keep growing. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I think going back to this tight, this podcast title, like yeah. fighting purpose. Right. <laughs> I would say, like, instead of using the word fine, because mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. feel like when you say fine, it seems like we're, we don't have this. We don't, it's something that we are still searching for. Yeah, it's like it outside of us. It's uh-huh. external. It's like something this. that's not like the fountain yet. of youth or something that we have to go on a quest for. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> we listened to this podcast. It was by Hidden Brain. Mm-hmm. And the title mm-hmm. was actually called Cultivate Your Purpose. Mm-hmm. And like, we love it so much. Because I think like it really changes the way we think of purpose. Yeah. Like, instead of like going on a journey to like find this like your life purpose and whatnot, it's a lot of times like this purpose is actually within you. So instead of using find, which we like search for, mm-hmm. we usually use the word, I think using the word cultivate just means a lot, makes a lot more yeah. sense. Is it okay if I use a Marvel analogy for this? <laughs> Go ahead. Do it. So my husband's um, favorite character, Scarlet Witch. No, actually arguably Iron Man, but... Scarlet Witch for the OPness. But basically, if you watch the Disney Plus show WandaVision, one of the episodes mentioned the Scarlet Witch is not born, but forged. Basically, this character is a regular girl like you and me, but her life experiences shaped her into the most powerful being ever. And yeah, so day one, she wasn't like, I'm going to be Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Circumstances mm-hmm. put her in this situation Absolutely. to be this impactful. Yeah, in like she wasn't born. Nope, she was forged. Mm-hmm. Like a diamond in the rough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I really feel like going back to that, mm-hmm. this analogy, it's like the journey. It's like a journey of um, taking challenges, getting out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and then even like taking like risks and like, going through all the multiple experiences yeah. to be who you are. Exactly. So something I want to kind of drive forward is, you know, finding purpose and fulfillment isn't a fixed state at all. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's not, it's, it's totally attainable at the same time. It's going to be an ongoing journey. You're going to see that as you make changes to get closer to that ideal, uh-huh. you might find yourself not minding that grind toward it. And that's a good sign that you're going in the right direction. Yeah. And while you're on the right direction, you have <laughs> setbacks too. Of course. So, <laughs> exactly. um, do we, do we want to go into the snakes and ladders? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. So we're skipping around our notes a bit, but basically <laughs> Um, during Christmas, I had Fiona and another friend, Allie, over. Oh, Allie, that was a good conversation. Yeah, that was very good. Um, she mentioned or kind of related this journey throughout her career. Um, and honestly, most people's journey. Yeah. A lot of people's experiences yeah. these days. Related to Snakes and Ladders, the game. Basically, this game is where you start in the lower left-hand corner of the game uh-huh. board, and you're trying to get to the upper right to kind of win the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have a series of Snakes and Ladders, um, ladders to move up. Word. Sometimes it's going left, sometimes going right. Other ladders, well, snakes that will you'll slide down, and based on a roll of a die or whatever opportunity you get, you're going to be trying to navigate these snakes and ladders to get to the end of the game. And there are times like while you're going up the ladders, mm-hmm. there are times you're actually going the wrong direction. Yep, you're mm-hmm. not going to where your like nation is. Mm-hmm. Then you have to like slide back down or snake back down. Yeah, <laughs> snake back down. <laughs> Yeah. And I feel like it's like the same idea to like get closer to your final destination. Mm-hmm. So it's like there are times you're like going up, moving forward, but then there are times you may take a step back or like mm-hmm. snake back down yeah. to like take the next step to yeah, continue to going. Find forward. the right ladder up. Actually, Janine, yes. I know like right now you're beginning another journey. Oh yeah. Um, of, like, as, like, <laughs> Thanks for bringing like, that up. <laughs> exploration, yeah. cultivating your new purpose, mm-hmm. right? Do yeah. Like, talk a little bit more about it and I yeah. guess I like, share your feelings because I, I feel know. like it's really like yeah. on point. Like, so I made a big change. Um, I'm leaving the corporate world to strike it out on my own as a solopreneur. There's a lot of things to be done, um, a lot of transition plans I have. Fiona and other friends are keeping me accountable every Monday, which is great. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just feels right to do it now. Absolutely. Um, whereas if you asked me a year ago, two, three, five years ago, I, I would say absolutely not. I'm not ready. Like I, yeah. I think I need to stick with whatever I'm doing right now. I know. And it comes from this mentality that I think Fiona is like yeah. itching to we mention. About, yeah. <laughs> it was actually from this book. It was so interesting because mm-hmm. I'm recently I'm reading this book called the 80-20 principle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like so fascinated by this principle and how people and companies approach life and a lot of things. Because mm-hmm. if you talk to any like Asian person, Asian families or in America at least, mm-hmm. most of them have this like 100 yeah, percent mentality, like perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like we never just do like 80% mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. I won't go too too much into details, but a lot of times it shows that like 80% of your results come from like 20% of the work you do. If I knew that going through my life, like <laughs> I would have saved so many tears, so much stress from just like hesitating to do something. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> to like achieve like the last 20%, mm-hmm. you need to put in like 80% more effort. Exactly. Which mm-hmm. is like very tedious. Yeah. And it's just, it's, the value is low. Yeah. Because I think you spend so much time to get like the last like 20 bit, but even when you have like 20%, like 80% of the results, Mm-hmm. It's already really good. Yeah. And instead of using so much more effort, you can allocate that time for yeah, other things. Exactly. Or even just enjoy life. Just be more forgiving to yourself. Be like, good enough is good enough instead of perfection is the only way to go. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. All that time. <laughs> just thinking back on this. <laughs> 
Something I want to bring up too, related to the 80-20 principle, I would say I reached a point in my corporate job where the days were getting more predictable. I was able to really see and allocate how I spent my time day to day, so much so that putting 80% of the effort in gave me 20% room to invest in thinking about, yeah, my hobbies, what's next? Like, what's next for Janine? And so investing that 20% in finding fulfillment was the difference in just my overall happiness because the 100% invested in just the day-to-day corporate was mm-hmm. my numbingly yeah I was just I was burning myself out yeah exactly yeah. but it's like actually very interesting to understand like how this like principle apply mm-hmm. to like life too because I feel like like obviously I feel like before you got like the job where you are right mm-hmm. now or well like t- even like two days ago I <laughs> thought <laughs> you quit because I feel like you were, like, spending, like, 100% just, like, trying to get to, like, where you are. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, doing all kinds of, like, networking, yeah. friends, buildings. Yeah. Taking on different skills yep. to, like, get to where you are. But mm-hmm. then, like, now that you're, like, at this more, like, very, well, previously in a very stable position, mm-hmm. you were able to look into more hobbies. Gave me more room to think. And then, like, yeah. using, like, that, like, 20% of time to, like, delve into hobbies and yeah. stuff like that. Which I feel like eventually led to realizing that, like, really, that, like, 20% of hobby building or hobby spending mm-hmm. or, you know, food <laughs> <laughs> Eighty percent of my happiness. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that. So yeah, making a change, like, getting yeah. more of that eighty percent pie. <laughs> Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, and like even like just like redefining your purpose mm-hmm. or like yeah, figuring out what matters and yep. what isn't important. Exactly, and it's silly because sometimes like, when you think about it, there's so many like experiences or like achievements that we had in the past mm-hmm. that once led us to like where we are yes. were. Mm-hmm. Even I guess like currently where we are. It forged us. <laughs> exactly. I know. And obviously like really it at that point in time, it really served a purpose. I feel like without like that so and so maybe like achievement or so and so like letter of recommendation mm-hmm. or so and so like name on this like published paper. Yeah. It wouldn't have led you to like where you are. Yeah. But then at the same time, it also like hinders you. Mm-hmm. It really like sets you back. Back to the snakes and ladders. Absolutely. The ladder's going left, I need to go right. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. It's funny because I feel like, and even I feel like for me too, like as a foodie influencer, like mm-hmm. last year, when I like hit my first 10K month, I was like super, super excited. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, this is like my goal. Like, I, I can't believe I you reached this it. number. Yeah. I know. And then when I hit three like months of like 10K, I'm like, oh wait, this is so amazing. Yeah. But then I'm like, I was also getting tired again. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, like now what? Yeah. And then I feel like you, I I had to like take a step back mm-hmm. to like reconsider like what to do like what should I do is this the path that I want to continue right um and how am I going to maintain it because yeah. like during this time I was also like I was just like figuring out if this is something I can continue to because yeah. there are also like other things I'm like wait this is not what I expected yeah mm-hmm. yeah during this journey so true yeah like similarly recently I just went on a lunch date with a friend mm-hmm. And like, she's actually going through a very similar situation as you. Oh, cool. So like she graduated in law, uh-huh. but then she ended up doing something with tax. Oh, okay. Um, and M&A tax. Wow. Um, and after like working there for three years, like she's she knows this is not for her anymore. Mm-hmm. But similarly, like she doesn't really know exactly what she wants to do mm-hmm. either. And mm-hmm. she's taking like, just a step back. Mm-hmm. And like luckily she's able. So she actually did quit too. Oh wow. Um, and just like giving Congrats her. Congrats to her. <laughs> I agree. That's why I tell mm-hmm. her too. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes you really need to just like stop completely to really take it and like reflect and really like clear the head. Exactly. Clear Think your head. Think on reflect your values and mm-hmm. exactly reflect mm-hmm. and like evaluate 
be like what really brings you joy because mm-hmm. there's more than just I think I haven't but I think she's like both of you guys are very responsible I think being stable is mm-hmm. very important financially stability is right. super important for all of us yes um, <laughs> and even for the family and everything yeah. like that and mm-hmm. she is at that point but basically she is so like she basically her first job was in tax yes. she, so e- even though she studied law so it's not exactly like I guess associated with her previous degree mm-hmm. and she's actually taking a step back okay. to look into something that's like more like law related oh, cool. or like utilize more of her skills that awesome. she studied because yeah. that was something that she was really interested in nice and hopefully mm-hmm. like this experience or even like look into like different I guess like different industries yes. that could mm-hmm. potentially like spike her interest of course because I, I know she kn- I'm sure like deep down she knows but she doesn't really like know no yet yeah. exactly yeah and I feel like that kind of goes back to like the, the snake and ladders oh yeah um, just kind of sometimes like you just have to like go forward and then like take a step back yes. to like really go to fully go forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all um, the best to her I would love to like have her have a chat with her or I know I might invite her, her. oh yeah let's do it let's do it <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it's like, very interesting because I feel like during this this I guess like this journey of self-discovery or self-cultivation mm-hmm. um we turn to different people yes. like, we learn something we learn like once again like we build different new skills mm-hmm. and we learn something that we never thought we would learn yes and I think like previously we talked about even in our like foodie journal oh, journey yeah. as, an ex, uh, as an influencer. Yep. Like I remember when I first used to get like invites from restaurants, mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. so excited because of like the validation, mm-hmm. the um, felt recognition. So special. Um, felt so exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I know we really did. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like the free food. Oh yeah, like it was so amazing. It's, like, it's exciting because you get invited to previews, events with exactly. other people that you've seen um, on Instagram yeah. or fanning, fangirling exactly. about too. <laughs> there's so many things about because yeah. you also like, build a community at the same yeah. time. Um, it's just a very different experience from what we would mm. usually do yeah. in a normal day life. Nine to five um, life. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, I guess that also like during this journey, like in the beginning, it was like really exciting. We loved it so much. And yeah. it still, still brings me joy when I think about it. Like our first connections with people saying like, oh, this is how you take pictures. And, oh. exactly. and you learn. You learn <laughs> yeah. different skills. Exactly. You meet so many people from like all, all walks of life. so great, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're all connected with like the interest and love for yeah. food. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, like as time goes on, like during this journey, like the same things that really like made us happy, yeah, didn't bring us the same joy, yeah. Because like we developed and we like evolved into a different person. Like yeah. you might. Do you want to give people insight on what why that change <laughs> happened? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I was so into it. For, so first of all, my audience is more like New York City based, but mm-hmm. I'm in Jersey. Yep. Yes, I know. Like Jer- even though Jersey is like the state next to it, I'm actually quite far. I'm a good one hour away. Oh yeah, I remember commuting yeah. like an hour and a half into the city when I first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like we were so excited. We didn't care. Yeah, and even like on the weekends, I would stay at my aunt's place. I would like sleep over with, uh, on our couch with nine cats. <laughs> <laughs> I love that like, story. <laughs> I was like, I have to make it happen. And mm-hmm. I'll be going to like, and because it was like a more like a weekend thing for me, but it was still like a full time weekend. I would go to like nine spots a weekend. Oh my God. Which like is just so packing crazy. it all in, right? Exactly. <laughs> I know. And like sometimes like I would eat it. Sometimes I would bring it to my family. Yeah. Sometimes I'll give it to friends. I'll invite my friends and they'll take the leftovers. Yeah. It's, it was kind of crazy. It was now crazy. I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Do the cats miss you? No, I do not miss. Oh, on top of that, I do not like cats. Oh my god, I'm super, super allergic to cats. Oh no, we're not uh, trying to offend any cat owners or cat lovers here. I love cats. <laughs> she loves cats. My aunt Puppies clearly, too. my aunt oh, yes. clearly loves cats. 
she and her nine cats yes <laughs> yeah and i feel like during like that time like just like little things and even like just the commute itself oh yeah it wasn't also wasn't cost effective too it wasn't it was taking a really toll on like my no. health my wallet i think like one of the first times we were talking like convening about like oh my god the commute getting like, really draining me and like you know the cost of like just commuting in exactly, like transferring yeah. in okay it's not cheap here <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think like the phrase you actually use is like money fly oh, yes, <laughs> if you're just going for free food <laughs> yeah, exactly because even just transportation alone and mm-hmm. then like the time it takes to like it get is. there and then you do like still need a tip and yeah. it just like everything just adds up yeah also I mean, like going in i was also looking for like i don't know if i was exactly looking for friends but i think the friends and community just kind of happened yeah in a really good way yeah because that wasn't part. exactly that mm-hmm. wasn't something i was like looking for or thought i would create a yeah community you were just of friends. really open to the opportunity exactly and everyone is also really friendly in this community Mm -hmm. i would say another thing is like once you like start to like grow and like build your friend group Mm -hmm. you're like incentive to keep going out like maybe like every week maybe i'll do like once or twice a month but Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be like nine times a weekend oh no no. like nine different restaurants dang girl Yeah, and I would say during this journey, I developed new skills and I basically grew into another person. Like, I'm no longer that person who would sleep on the couch with nine cats. <laughs> oh, I'm sure the cats miss you, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little I still bit. visit them. I still I visit my aunts and them. Yeah, there you go. See you no free food. food. No free food, though. They don't need it. <laughs> yeah, so you cultivated a new or different purpose, basically. Exactly. So, and it, to sum it all up, what was amazing and special food experience, like going in to meet new people, new, this new dish, this new restaurant, all these treats for others, um, became your hourly existence. It wasn't as special as it was before. Yeah. So, you know, what now (laughs) at that point, what happened? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's funny because I think during that time, I still developed various skills and maybe like I learned how to take pictures. Yep. And more than anything, I learned to like work with people, like work with companies, work with brands, work with restaurants. And and then I actually kind of pivot into more like cocktails. I actually like work with a lot of cocktail brands and even like food brands too. Check out Cocktails Um, with Me NYC. Yeah, exactly. And I feel, and honestly, I found this so much more enjoyable because mm-hmm. I was just still doing a lot of like similar things, uh, but like different audience. Mm-hmm. I would say different audience, different um, clients. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I mean I still like love to explore new food and stuff, but yeah. I, I like I wouldn't say I, I would say I don't care as much of like free food. I kind of value my time a little bit more. I would rather right. get paid because I feel like if I was working with, like a collaborations like um, that's like two thousand, maybe even like one thousand dollars, like. I really don't care that much about like 150 like free food meal mm-hmm. and it's also tricky because like when you're in the city like t- money flies like honestly like <laughs> I love when it when free food is so amazing <laughs> like I remember it's just, my sister and her ex-boyfriend they would go out to eat and I feel like they have like no savings that month when oh they like go out God. to like drinks or like Bring brunch back to my early days like like, exactly the, the whole nine visits thing like nine like food reservation thing you had for weekends like Gilly and I used to do like <laughs> when we we're long distance um dating each other still visiting each other and we're just like Michelin star next Michelin star next uh, it was like a lot we absolutely we we're so full <laughs> oh my, exactly and I like don't get us wrong I so I'm so for like the I guess like the foodie influencer scene in New York City because mm-hmm. I think they like help restaurants a lot yeah and I think it also depends on your situation too because I feel like if you're like actually like 
in the city are a little closer, not an hour away. Mm-hmm. And I and I think moderation is another key too. It is, yeah. Because um, it really works. Like people spend so much money on food in New York City, but when you get free food, yeah, and you can also like promote like the restaurants mm-hmm. if you, with your platform, it's such like a win-win situation. Yeah. So you're being more selective with you know the partnerships you mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Um, but it's just like paid, wasn't... unpaid. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's basically this evolution from oh i'm so excited to go to every invite that i get into i'm looking at the value of my time now value mm-hmm. of time and like for them too like am i you also need to ask yourself are you going to be able to do a good job for them because mm-hmm. like now i'll think about it like i tried my best to give each restaurant the exposure that they deserve yeah but after a while like your quality will decrease so you're doing With, so when many volume jobs. increases exactly. yeah exactly mm-hmm. like because yeah. now i'll look back at it like instead like really getting to know like one restaurant knowing the owners mm-hmm. understanding like the cuisine and really sharing an, an elaborate story about the restaurant and its origins mm-hmm. like there are times i'll just be like hey like, i went to this restaurant i ate like x y and z yeah instead of like become really... a little more impersonal you're exactly. not able to share the like, story that they're trying to like share through their exactly food. Yeah. absolutely and i feel like the quality isn't there yeah. and i feel like after like i pivot and i work with more like brands i'm able to like and even like now and i feel like there's also another like learning curve another like whole like journey in mm-hmm. itself too because yeah. in the beginning you're also trying to see like hey like can i turn this into more of a side hustle thing yeah. when yeah. you receive like, like maybe like a $50 collab, a $100 collab, mm-hmm. and I started starting to build up into maybe 500, mm-hmm. 1,000 collabs. Mm-hmm. And you just eventually have to be like, hey, like, I know my work is worth this much. Yeah. I can you know charge more. I can like storytell. Um, and I like, bring value to both the yeah. restaurant or the brand and yourself. Which I love. It's been mm-hmm. very inspiring for me to kind of go that route as well. And mm-hmm. I love that you're always like, you were, I think you were one of the first ones that opened up about mm-hmm. rates and oh, thank you. things like that. And I'm, it just opened up the conversation for the rest of the community. So you, mm-hmm. in, in essence, built your own community around this thing that everyone's yeah. been feeling. For sure, absolutely. <laughs> like transitioning from one side to the other in the influencer world uh-huh. and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. And even for mm-hmm. myself, because I feel like I, because I feel like I always have, we always have the questions of like, how much you charge? Just so like, yeah. off top. We'll have another episode on this. Yes. Know <laughs> <laughs> your worth. Yes. Pay transparency. <laughs> absolutely. In season two. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would say like more or less like to conclude our episode mm-hmm. yeah. we just want to share that your purpose is not constant it's constantly evolving mm-hmm. and like you are constantly developing into a new person with like every new experience that yes. you let yourself encounter or yes. experience mm-hmm. and we hope that our experiences influencer leaving corporate life related anything of that sort and the reflections we hope that you can take a look at them and apply them to your own purpose journey find Mm -hmm. some insights there Mm -hmm. absolutely keep an open mind for the next turn on the road if you enjoyed this episode and want to keep this conversation going give it a like share with your support network and leave us a five-star review. <laughs> Follow us on our Instagram, too. Oh, yeah. It's Fiona I just qu- made that. <laughs> Is I quit. Now what? I'm Janine. I'm Fiona. And wishing you a most prosperous and successful year of the tiger. See you in the next one. Meow. <laughs> <laughs>